<laughs> okay. Hello, folks. Hey, welcome to back. Welcome back to Flotus Forever. Um, Elise and I did just catch up for I don't know what, like an hour and a half. I know we came. I like there was a lot yeah, of updates there was a that lot. needed to happen. I feel this was a long because this I didn't, week was crazy. Yeah, and it's because I didn't pick up your phone call. I think twice this week accidentally. I know. Well, not accidentally. Okay. I just had I was busy, so like right. There was and, a lot of catch up that needed to happen because we didn't have it during the week. Right, and I now. also right was making like a lot of phone calls this week. My <sighs> phone was off the rails. Were you? Yeah. I was like doing the thing where I was making phone calls, but then hanging up after one ring because I was like, <laughs> do I even want to talk to this person? <laughs> So just manically calling people. Yeah, I had a really intense week. There was just a lot of things that that's happened. Like, yeah. I'm making a lot of big decisions in my life right now. Yeah, I think that's okay. It's okay. I need phone calls. I'll tell you what's really grounding me, though. Pat Nixon's life. Oh, my God, so much. <laughs> that yellow satin inaugural gown. Okay, she's, in a size 10, she looks probably. amazing. <laughs> okay, we only know that because she told us that we're not guessing. Yeah, that's don't like, worry. She makes it do that. very well known, the size of her dress, so she can just, everyone knows she can clearly go into she any can go into store. any store she has no problem dressing herself oh, okay so we're gonna talk about pat nixon the nixons um, in general or just a deep sigh you know yes <sighs> <sighs> oh it's, real quick before we get into pat nixon i just want to prep everyone i don't know when this will come out in time line wise but yeah. april 17th on showtime if you have it there's gonna be a series called the first ladies oh my god viola davis Stop. michelle pfeiffer get out other people, I can't remember. Um, great women, Oscar winners, any winners, are going to play a group of... What? First ladies. Wait, like in... What, what is it? And then it's just going to tell their lives? Yeah, but like not like not reenactments, but like a, a story. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, like, yeah, if they're yeah. focusing on one part of the woman's life. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. You have Showtime? I do have the Showtime app. Thank Can you, you give me your password? To, yes. Oh, thank, thank you, you to my mother uh, who pays for cable. Oh my gosh. And you, Susan. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Oh my God, um, that's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, gonna be cool. Oh, Jillian Anderson is playing Eleanor Roosevelt. Oh my god. Viola Davis, Michelle Obama, Michelle Pfeiffer, Betty Ford. Oh my god, we're about to talk about Betty. Yeah, the hot guy from uh, Handmaid's Tale is gonna play Barack Obama. Cannot wait to see that. Okay, don't know who that is. So stoked. Um. Oh, Dakota Fan is playing Susan Ford. Love that. Wow. Kiefer Sutherland is playing FDR. I know this isn't a Ryan Murphy production, <laughs> but this is like sort of our <laughs> drama dream. Yeah, these, no, it really is. We plan a, a show of a movie. Every Oh, no, we do, we do, we do, we do. So I'm really excited. So everyone watch that. I'm just, I don't know if it's going to and be And also, good, like, but... if your Showtime reach out, because, like, we'll give you some good, like, yeah. we have. Yeah, this is not paid advertising. And also, like, yeah, like, our ideas for shows, they're not just for Ryan Murphy. They're for, like, anyone. Anyone can greenlight this. Like, this, it's yeah. fine. Just We're reach out. just not to Ryan us. Murphy mm-hmm. at all. No, We're just, whoever's just, the highest bidder is, honestly. Yeah. We do love Sarah Paulson. And she she since, needs to be touched. She yeah. works exclusively with Ryan Murphy. It feels important. That's that, why it is. That's yeah. why it is. But anyway. Um, yeah. I will say, I wonder, like, what Sarah Paulson as Pat Nixon would be. <gasps> Let's get into it. Honestly, she could pull off the wig. No, the hair. I mean, because the most ridiculous part about Pat Nixon is that (laughs) hair. And I understand it's the seventies, yada yada yada. But like, Pat. Well, but also Pat like is like I don't like the fashion of the seventies. It's like great, but whatever fashion you do like feels aggressive, crazy. Yeah, Mm, absolutely. But you know, she there's a lot of other things about her that we 
We're going to get into it. She loved improv. We can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> Claire texted, my feelings for Pat Nixon changed like the spring weather. <laughs> Poetic. Because okay, Trump, I'm Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay, now who's Taylor Swift? Um, it's, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Again, Watergate, I mean, that's the most famous Nixon thing. Yeah. And I think it's like, as we get into these more modern women, we're going to have more complicated feelings because we have, we can identify with their, maybe not, I don't even know if struggle is the right word, but we have like a more deep understanding. Like we have no, there is no complicated understanding of how we feel about slavery. There's Mm -hmm. just not, you know what I mean? So it's like for us, if you own slaves, you're a horrible person. Yeah. And that was really easy to judge these women back when we right. when they when that was a thing but now i think it's like getting more complicated cuz there's like a little bit more nuance in the things that are making them complicated and like the scandals are more present day and so we have like a more deeply nuanced yeah. understanding of the scandals that are happening to these women so anyway totally yeah i'm um yeah i mean i'm excited to talk about pat and I really think this is, um, it's going to be like, yeah, she she was complicated in her own way. Even though the public thought she was just this demure, simple housewife. Mm. That's why we're here, people. That is why just we're here. To tell you the truth about Pat Nixon. No one is a demure, simple housewife. That's just no. not a thing. And certainly not Pat Nixon. Mm-mm. No. Real name, Thelma. Thelma. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, we have another first lady with... A wild nickname. A wild nickname. I just, I, as a kid, always wanted a nickname. Me too. Yeah, and I, I think as I got older, E kind of came my nickname, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. great. I love, love it. That. I love when people yeah. call me E. Um, but I fantasize about a nickname. No, I know. So I think. Like this. <laughs> okay, so my parents both have really yes. intense nicknames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that part of why they gave my brother and I names, like, they, it's like so that we couldn't have nicknames. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. like Because a, they don't identify with their Named the on their birth, birth certificate, names? really, oh. like at all. I don't yeah. think. I'm Did your dad sign his uh, marriage certificate, Tiger, like <laughs> Ladybird? <laughs> lady or bird. <laughs> well it's funny like my so because you know my mom has to do almost like a little code switching because sometimes yeah. like my dad depending on who he's talking to he's like ed or ty like he's like all the different oh, like depending yeah, yeah. on who he introduces himself as and yeah. like so it's it's like a whole thing and so i don't know and then my mom too like in in school she was one name and then her nickname is like who, yeah so anyway but yes. nicknames are very interesting but they're very interesting I don't have one. You don't have one, really. No. Maybe it's just not not a modern thing so much. But yes, this lady's real name is Thelma Catherine Ryan. And then it comes Nixon. Um, Why is she called Pat, Claire? (laughs) Well, actually, she's born on March 16th, which is, okay, same day as... um, It's March 19th today. We're recording. So happy birthday. And also, yeah, that was Elizabeth's birthday. Liz. Oh, my God, yes. Happy birthday, Liz. Yeah, so March 16th. um, She's born on St. Patrick's Day. So they call her Pat. Yeah. Because the dad was very, like... She's my little St. Patrick's baby. So it's called her little Pat. good luck charm, I guess. I mean, I'm over it. I mean, maybe she's not as I pretty. I don't as Lady like Bird. people. <laughs> <Just kidding>. Obviously <laughs> not. I don't like people that are really intense about St. Patrick's Day. I, I maybe it's just because right. living in New York City, it's right. too much. Like I couldn't right. go into the office on Thursday because the parade. I, I'm right on Fifth Avenue. Oh, wow. The parade. You can't. I couldn't cross over at mm-hmm. any point. Mm-hmm. So, like, it just disrupts my life. Yeah, I don't need, like, a bunch love of it. white men being wasted on the street at 10 a.m. It's a little jarring yeah, for my soul. I mean, <laughs> I, I just think that that's, like, I don't know. It's, like, 
it's all, I guess, like, everything is an excuse to drink, like, all holidays. Yeah, but I don't like feels... parades either. I'm not a parade mm, person. Right, right, really right. Stops, when I can't get somewhere because of, like, men in skirts with bagpipes, it's No, upsetting. that's a lot. That's <laughs> upsetting to me. <laughs> but, like, shout out to everyone who's Irish and loves St. Patrick's Day. I don't know the history You're... behind it, so right, maybe, right, like... Right. There's I don't either. Importance to it, I don't really know. But you and I do have Scottish Irish. I am a Scot. Yes, I you're am Scottish. That was not I'm Scottish. very <laughs> Irish. Um, okay, does your did your family grow up like celebrating? They didn't nickname you Pat. Thank God you were born in March. Oh my God, stop! <laughs> you would have been their oh lucky charm. Horrible. <laughs> no, I would not have been. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, the the whole drinking aspect was not a part of my childhood very much for yeah. like a lot of reasons. So I think that like. No, I yeah. have no real connection to the holiday. Yeah, it's just a lot. I do have a connection to being Irish, though. Very yeah. proud to be Irish. Mm-hmm. Just no connection to the holiday itself. Yeah. Well, I hope it's... I don't know, who knows what the holiday's about. I didn't bother looking it up. But her dad was psyched about it. So it's like, his <laughs> name was William. Pat. His name was William. Her mom's name was Catherine. So that was, yeah, Thelma Catherine, and then her mom is Catherine. Yeah. Um... She, (laughs) at a young age, Pat had the ambition to run a boarding house, which is just, like, a funny thing to think about, like, a kid. Like, when she grew up, she wanted to be running a Yeah, she was like, I think that'd be so fun. (laughs) So weird. (laughs) That's, like, a little, like, uh, who's, like, an an Annie? Isn't the woman who runs out, like, a psychopath? Oh, my God, Miss Hannigan. Yes. crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Was Annie around at this time? I don't even know when that was, like, a Well, it was, like, a comic book. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was a comic strip in World War Two, maybe. Oh, okay, Don't maybe. know the history of Annie. Maybe she Bonus would, up Annie. Like, you're, you're supposed <laughs> to, like, when you were a kid reading the Annie comic book, you're supposed to, like, relate to Annie. Oh, not maybe Miss not Miss Hannigan. Well, yeah, because Miss <laughs> Hannigan was mean. Right, but maybe Pat was Pat like... Was like I want to be the nice Miss Hannigan. Yeah. Because all things considered, I think Pat was nice. That's true. Sorry, I'm giving. I'm talking shit about Pat. That no, it's true. okay. There's so much to talk shit yeah. about. Yeah, we'll I'll get into it. Don't worry. There's plenty of more for me to hate on her. No, about. of course. But um, her father was a sailor, a gold miner, and a truck farmer. Okay, jack of all trades. <laughs> Pick a profession. <laughs> Can you imagine if you're Why like, I'm a sad? gold miner. That's so cool. That is cool. I mean, did they live in California? I guess Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah, grew yeah. up in California. Yeah. Um, okay, makes sense. Love that. Fortune Gold Rush. Yeah, and um, her mom is from Germany, so the Irish heritage thing, it's like chill. Yeah, okay. You know, like just chill on that. Seriously. Um, but but anyway, um, they, uh, oh, they, oh, they call her Buddy, too. That's another nickname that she gets in high school. Ew. Why? I don't know. Um, I mean, I just think... Oh, because uh, because of the ambition to run a boarding house. Because she's like a bud. (laughs) Oh, because she's like really voicing her goals. Yeah, she really wanted to do this. Which is funny because she kind of moves into the boarding house of America. Oh, poetic. Oh, my God. I am really (laughs) poetic this episode. I'm really... I'm tapped into a higher level You are. You're another level today. Like her father who had seven Jobs. Yes, yes, yes. Tell she us what Pat did. worked so much throughout her. Which is what we love teens. this about Pat. Yes, mm-hmm. love that. Um, it it kind of she has to sort of work because um, when she was twelve, her dad dies or dies uh, in her teen years. Um, mm-hmm. so she kind of assumes the household duties. So yes. and like has to help her money, her family with money. So she works mm-hmm. on the family farm. She works and on then the her, local her bank. mom dies when she's seventeen of cancer. Yeah, so it's she's like, like kind thing. of taking care of her brothers. Um, she has half brothers at some point, and uh, mm. I think two real brothers. If mm. I'm not mixing yes, up the first lady. Yes, yes, yes. 
Um, so she works out on the family farm. She works at the local bank. She works as a janitor. Mm-hmm. Like, love that. Would not expect that from my real past. No, I know. Um, as a bookkeeper. So she's just really, like, uh, yeah, taking up the dad with all these jobs. Um, listen, did all of us work in teen years? Yes, of course. A lot of us did. But I was a camp counselor. No, I mean, which I was like the easiest slash best creamery. job. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we had the easiest job. I was not a janitor as a teenager, so like, yeah, I wasn't making money. I was making job, money girl. to like buy the new Ashley Simpson album. You know what I mean? Which like, I listened to pieces of media. I can I know. Elise, that song. It's such a good running song. Icon. I know. Iconic. I just can't believe we like. We didn't respect that song enough. As oh a my country. god, I did. Yeah. You well, did? I hope. Yeah, I think as a country, as a society, oh, we did not respect it. No, we oh. of course did, Claire. Obviously, also, Eric Tate and you. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, shout out, shout out, Eric. The three pop connoisseurs. We yes. just understood the brilliance of Ashley Simpson. Of course, autobiography album. Oh my god. Anyway, sign even out. autobiography is such a good song. That album is so good. It's so good. I cut yeah, my hair like her, like when I was like. <gasps> did a you dye it black? It was pretty dark. Yeah. Okay, so you have naturally dark hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have that, like, shag. You kind of have it now, just long. I do. Oh, my yeah. God. Okay, maybe it's, like... I'm there just was like... the best haircut of time. <gasps> oh, my have God. Have you cut it recently? Um, yes. A couple just days yourself. ago. <laughs> yes. Let's try it. Let's do it. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I will never pay for another haircut again. No. I did. I cut it two days ago. Because my bangs were in my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Pat is just working her butt off. Yes. Um, which She's working really hard. I respect, you know? Um, she is quoted to say, at some point... Um, I never had time to think about things like money or who or who I wanted to be and who I admired or have ideas. I never had time to dream about being anyone else. I had to work. She's yeah. Which breaks my heart. I know. Um, but she does say this in an inter- a really famous interview that she does with Gloria Steinem, which is quoted up and down when you look about Pat Nixon, when you read about, because Pat yeah, didn't do a that, lot of, this is the it is, yeah. yeah. Pat didn't do a lot of public um, engagements, but at the time with the women's yeah. like movement, Gloria Steinem landed an interview with her and it was like, people. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like so much of Pat are like, she's saying something but it's like this secret dig like I think that she's trying to be like Gloria I'm happy you have time to like go march in the streets but I didn't have time for that you know like there's so much my ideas about feminism right 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 so it's like come on get we'll get into this but like Girl, you said you supported the ERA, so, like, why are you giving Gloria shit? I know! (laughs) Also, my favorite thing about, one one of my other favorite things about Pat is that from 1930 to 1931, she's Mm -hmm. a New York City secretary, leaves after one year. (laughs) She can't handle it? No. Not hanging with it, and she's like, fuck this place. No, and the Nixons will move back to New York City two more times, and it just doesn't go well. I know, I read later on in life, like, post-presidency, they have, like, a sweet-ass, like, 12-bedroom condo. For, like, a year, and then they're out of here again. I know. (laughs) Don't, New York or nowhere, Nixons. I'm saying. Okay, get out of here if you don't want to be uh, there. I know. You know I know. how I feel about this. Right. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay, maybe this is like my underlying like anger with her. Is so it? I'll, I'll write it out. <laughs> this no, is like right. your energy. I bring it in like negative energy. Yeah, it's like Mamie. It wouldn't be yeah. with Mamie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just want to preface this all with I feel bad because I think it's more my dislike for Richard. I and I too. shouldn't tie that to Pat. I should not. We try not to, but at the same time, you know, know, like I just really love all the presidents men. I love that movie so much. I but also, it, like, like once a month. <laughs> God, that's so good. Don't you have the book? Did I just? I do. Yeah. I, I read that book. I, maybe once a year. <laughs> just what I just 
you know, I looked at the podcast, Slow Burn, great podcast. Oh my god, you love it, you love it. I just so love Watergate. Yeah, no, so I but, I, but I think it's hard when these, like, like with Lady Bird, and not to compare, yeah. but like with Lady Bird, like, she was very vocal about the parts of um, her president or her husband's yeah. choices that she wasn't. I mean, we wish that she was even more vocal, but she was as it, vocal as maybe she could be. It shocks me how much she was. Exactly. Yeah. Pat, not at all. And I think that yeah. that's what's kind of frustrating. Yeah. Is that like... Well, it's like later in life she comes out and has these, like, she makes these statements. Like, what well, would have been helpful in 1972, you know? No, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. So anyway, I think yeah. what I'm trying to say is that your frustration is founded in that, probably. Thank you for supporting me, Claire. Elise, ride or die, really New York or nowhere, Elise or no one. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's merch she makes. I love that's that. It. Okay, so... Another passion of Pat's as a young, you know, teenager, 20-something, trying to make it in the big world, um, happens to be community theater. And we just love that about her. I just, okay, <laughs> I'm surprised. I was telling, oh, no, no, very surprised, very not surprised. surprised. I was telling Claire off pod, we, we were laughing about it, and I was reading about Nixon, or Pat, I read the community theater, and I got all, my mind got discombobulated, because right. I was like, oh, I'm reading, I'm, I jumped ahead, I'm on the wrong page, I'm reading about Reagan. Right. No. No. Nixon acted like why are these people No, in Pat theater? was basically I mean, we'll you'll hear why later in the episode, but Pat was basically a professional improvisation improv like improv person. Oh my God. She, she basically really... started UCB. Yeah. Like I'm just gonna say it here first. Like she basically okay. started UCB. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, you heard it here first, okay? Girl was like, now this all makes sense. She was just like, her roots were in theater. She was yes. just a theater kid. Yes, and she just wanted to th- have things just be kind of off the cuff and all fun. her jobs. Roles. roles. She is just method actor. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm I love her. I love her. Okay. okay, we love her. Right. So on, this, this is what I'm saying. It's on and off. It's on and off. It's on and off. She's just a theory kid like us. You I know. know. It's like Twitter about that. It's done. It's done. So, um, also to pay her way through this mad, mad world, she is an extra in like all sorts of movies. Okay, again, dream job. I know. I was at your last party. Yeah. I don't know who I was talking to. There's obviously all your friends are like in acting or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were talking about extra work. And I was like, why don't I do this? Because yes. apparently it's like a sweet gig. Yeah. You get like a good acting day. Like, I know. Uh, I know. Good. Yeah. So she's an extra in these movies, which we love. Like your secretary by day, extra by night. Yeah. Like, I don't so know good. if anyone knows these movies, but Becky Sharp in 1935, The Great Zigfield in 1936, Small Town Girl. Like mm-hmm. these are movies that have their own Wikipedia pages. So there's like, they're important. People yeah. have seen them. People, yeah, yeah, they, they yeah, yes, yes. yeah. She did get, um, she had a speaking part in Becky Sharp, but she was edited out of the final cut, which I feel like bad for her, because she probably would have gotten a higher royalty rate. But, yeah, you know, and like, she's trying. Just it's a bummer off. that we can't go back and see that. You know I would have bought that movie on Amazon. She, <laughs> like, Mom, sorry. Just to see. Just, I'll give you $5. I need to see Becky Sharp. <laughs> just to see Pat Nixon's, like, one Too line. Long, like, yeah. okay, that's my girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she actually, okay, so she graduates, um, in 1937, is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she, from college, was, right? Yeah, she yeah. was in the university, or at the University of Southern California, mm-hmm. and majored in merchandising. I don't know what that means. Merchandising to me is, like, Advertising? Like, no, like, um, merchandising a store, like, a, oh, a gondola, yes, 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 yes. or, like, an end cap of a store that's, like, merchandising. Oh. So, I don't know if that's what this means. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, who knows? Didn't bother to Google it, but it doesn't matter, because she's going to be first lady. No, she's, <laughs> so, like, I know. Yeah, it's like jack of all trades. No, she's amazing. Girl's got a degree now. 
And it took her a while to graduate because, of course, she had to work, and that's okay. Yeah. But right out of um, high, right out of graduation, she teaches at a high school in mm-hmm. Whittier, California, and it's here during one of her community theater shows that she meets a man called Richard Nixon, a fellow actor, a fellow actor, a lawyer by a day. <laughs> Community theater actor by night. Who knew? Richard Nixon. If you were in these shows, reach out. I mean, they've got to be people. If you were in the Dark Tower, which apparently (laughs) these two met, one, what's that play? I should, there is a Wikipedia page. We we have to find out. (laughs) Let me look it up right now because it might be, it's like scandalous. No, we have to know. Um, Yeah, they they met, which again, I was reading this and I thought, oh no, I'm reading about Reagan again. No. No, no, it's Richard Nixon. Richard Nixon. Who famously is known for being a sweaty bass. Yeah. <laughs> like, what were you like under those stage lights, Richard? I don't like it. I don't want to see it, okay? No, I know, I know, I know. Let's see, let's see. Again, it's also interesting, right, that he was like so, I mean, I guess it's one of the things where it's like he wasn't very good, and that's why maybe he. Okay, there's not even a plot. It's a mystery drama. That's all I got. A mystery okay. drama. Okay, scandalous. scandalous. It's obviously scandalous. Oh, the play was later adapted for the Warner Bros. film, The Man with Two Faces. Okay. That I've heard of. Never heard of that. Um, I wonder what part they played. Do you think they were like small parts who would just like gossip in the back? That's like the best when you were like a small part in the play and you would just gossip in the back. Yeah. Oh my God. Because it's like, it's because it's like when you're the lead, like that's a lot of pressure. Sure. Do you, you know what I mean? I mean. I, th- I believe she could learn her lines. I don't think Richard could. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. No. <laughs> I don't think he was a good actor. You don't think he was a good memorizer? No, he had to tape everyone's conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> Couldn't remember anything. Couldn't remember a thing. <laughs> Taped everyone. You think he wasn't playing back those conversations to remember? That's... Stop, Elise. Who super. is here? Who is I here? I think that's the mailman. He thinks I like I'm the super. I think. Oh, okay, Just okay, okay, okay. That's, right. that's what my doorbell sounds <laughs> like. Or my buzzer builder. Builder to the buzzer. Um, this is like some. This is intense recording. Okay, so he meets. This woman, he calls her a redheaded gypsy, which is that allowed to my yeah, say that? Wild Irish gypsy because oh. she's redheaded, which offensive. Yeah, super offensive. And he's obsessed with her right away, like obsessed, like absolutely Claire, in love. Describe his obsession for yeah. us, please. So much so that he would definitely drive her to and from rehearsal for community theater. Obviously. Absolutely. But- Excuse, they're just carpooling. They're just carpooling. They have to be in the same place at the same time. Yes. Okay, classic. He does, I mean, he did set up the EPA, so, like, I get it. Climate change. No, of course. (laughs) But then, like, also, okay, she's like, okay, basically I have my own chauffeur. This is so great. Yeah. She doesn't suggest that he chauffeur her everywhere. Rather, he volunteers. Rather, he volunteers to drive her wherever she needs, whenever she needs, including dates with other men. I mean. So he is chauffeuring her to dates with other men. For six years, they do this. Insane. He plays the long game. Six years ago. Friends on six years ago. And then finally, she. I guess she wears him down, and then they start dating. Crazy. Wow. They I mean, I guess. Hurry. No, wait. Does he? Yeah, six years. Good yeah, for yeah, you yeah. for like slowly falling in love with this man. But yeah, they married in June 21st, 1940. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so then it wasn't six years because they met in 37. So, oh, no, because six sorry, uh, six years is something else. The college was six years. Oh, June maybe. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Yeah, so but three he, years, but that's three. still a long time. I know. Like, how, right, how long was he actually friend zoned for? Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, no other options right He there? loves her so much. There's another reason saying he's probably a bad actor like mm. actors can get it so like if yes, there's not someone else another oh, extra yeah. there like scoping out yes richard yes he wasn't that good 
maybe he just had a thing for redheads, you know, because, like... Uh, he's calling wild Irish gypsy. But, I mean, redheads is, like, not that common. So maybe it was, like, there's no other redheads. Yeah, so I'm going to hold on to this one. Wear her down. Wear her down. Drive her everywhere she needs to go. <gasps> also, I just really <laughs> love the idea that, like... I know, like, what if he's dropping her off at, like, a diner? I'm assuming that's where people went on dates at the Yeah, 50s. yeah, sure, sure, sure. Or 40s. And... She, like, the guy sees, and he's like, who's this? <laughs> my acting buddy. My acting buddy. My chauffeur. Like, what? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, it's just man. my chauffeur. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I mean, Richard, he, 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 yeah, well, I mean, they, they do get married. Um, They, uh, he was a lawyer, and she worked for the Red Cross at this point, which, like, I don't understand yeah. which one of her jobs qualified her to work for the Red Cross, but I don't know if it mattered. I don't know. Yeah. They get to, um, this is how they get into D.C. So Pat right. works at the Red Cross. Um, this is during World War II. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, maybe it was like they were just wanting to Yeah, Richard yeah. takes a position as a lawyer um, at the uh, Office of Price Administration. I don't know what that means. Um, and then she's a secretary for the Red Cross. So this, um, he joined the, the Navy. So they have to be in D.C. Um, and then they go to San Francisco for a little bit, too, because that is where he is stationed. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, this kind of gets them into that uh, that world a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, Nixon has the grand idea, I want to run for uh, Congress yes. in California. Within that time, though, they have two kids. They yes. have Patricia, which is, like, sort of named after Pat Nixon, but, I guess so, yeah. but not really, because, like, Ooh. that's actually not her name. Right, nicknamed, like, named after the nickname. Right. Interesting. Drama. See, this is where we get into the web. I know. <laughs> Drama. <laughs> I know. But they call her Trisha. Um, and then they have Julie um, a few years later, which um, Julie is absolute drama because she marries Dwight Eisenhower's grandson. Yes, Julie comes up in so combo. Julie, so the Eisenhower-Nixon tie is solid. Yeah. And Trisha is actually, we spoke of her previously, because that's the one Jackie interviews yes, when, when they're, they're SCOTUS, oh, in yes. the second family. So, yes, yes, yes. Oh, it's all tangle web. <laughs> well, and it's funny, because it's like, I remember early on, we had like, you know, Dolly Madison was like best yeah. friends with this person, or Abigail, or whatever, and it's like, together. and it's so interesting, that's like coming, kind of coming back around. Like, yeah. for a while, these women were sort of like, not in each other's worlds, but right. now they kind of are and again. Especially because, I mean, as we move even more into modern history, like the people live in so much longer like mm-hmm. they're going to be at each other's funerals or like oh my god there's an amazing no there's yeah. an unbelievable picture of like it's like ladybird yes we were talking about that yeah it's like ladybird barbara bush laura bush hillary yeah pat I gotta post Betty. That. Like it's like, and you're like, wait, what? Like, yeah. how did they even get yeah, all those? Like, right how now. did they get all of those women in one yeah. place? It's crazy. Um, but anyway, yeah. So they have two kids, um, and he, yeah, he becomes he he's on the U.S. House of Representatives in 1946. Yeah, she is campaigning with him um, while he runs for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, as she's pregnant, um, she is, you know. Still campaigning. With he also story. campaigns against an incumbent, which is always just such a. Bu- it, it honestly, it's a boss move. It is a boss move. I think he was, you know, I mean, I, I don't know what the the draw was to Nixon. Yes, I guess yes, he was yes. Sort of charming. I mean, he obviously has, uh, you know, he was in the Navy. He was. Working, I love how much you lawyer. hate Nixon. <laughs> really You've been it. hating Nixon since we started talking about JFK, which was so long. Yeah, ago. yeah, yeah. Nixon. Just, I love it. Oh man, he really just. Because I'm convinced if Bobby Kennedy, know. you know Bobby Kennedy. I know, 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 This is my fan fiction. This is my Night at Nightmare. I can't wait. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, yeah. She well, you have to say it. You can't just oh, say yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. If Bobby Kennedy was never assassinated, he would have ran for president, one, or finished his campaign, one, 
Nixon would never have existed. No. Watergate wouldn't have existed. Mm-hmm. And maybe Donald Trump wouldn't have existed. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, there's, like, right. butterfly effect. It is. I understand. That's what I'm saying. I hear you. Okay. Um, so Pat once stated she didn't want to get into politics, but um, she said the only thing I could do was help him, but politics was not a life I would have chosen. So, you know, she's just supporting her husband, as yeah. we'll later come to see. She does win Mother of the Year. She wins Mother of the Year, <laughs> Wife of the Year, Woman of the Year. Like, so it's like, absolutely so I, crazy. I, the icon, I guess. I know. So he becomes, um, he is uh, elected to represent California's 12th Congressional District. Um, and it's in six years. And I this is sort of a wild ride. I mean, like I said, a lot of people do this, but it feels fast to me. In six years, he becomes VP for Dwight Eisenhower. So it's like sort of quick, you know, especially for a guy who was like a lawyer slash actor. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Ray becomes president. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And so does Nixon, in fact. (laughs) Who would have thunk it? Two actors. That's like in uh, Back to the Future when, did you ever see the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when Marty goes back and uh, Doc Brown is like, oh, you're from the future, like, who's the president? And he's like, Ronald Reagan. He's like, the actor! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to say next time someone talks about Richard Nixon, I'm going to be like, the actor? The actor, yeah. The community theater star? Of the you... Dark Tower <laughs> run? Excuse me. We have to find that theater. Okay. Okay, <laughs> bonus F that theater. We're driving to California. We only drive bonus F. Okay? No, I don't care how far it is. 100%. We're driving that gap. Oh. <laughs> it breaks down. It's just like you would be like Flintstone style. Like, just like yeah. <laughs> pushing it. <laughs> pushing it down Route 66. I mean, bonus F. Oh my. Fun. No, no bonus F car. <laughs> like, I love that. Okay. Um, okay, if we don't, we have to record an app from the Cadillac. I mean, that's just like essential. Okay. 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 Again, hearing all the ideas bubbling. We love it. Okay. So he becomes nominated to be uh, Dwight Eisenhower's VP, and as we know, he they win. They win. Um, You know, it's crazy, and like you said, uh, not what Pat would have thought or wanted. But she kind of gets shot into the spotlight as second lady, and people. Yeah. You know, it's, well, I mean, like, you know, with Mamie she, as her leader, you know, it's like, uh, not leader, but sort of like person, you know, like Mamie was setting the tone in the terms of like women in the White House at the time. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, Mamie was very like traditional homemaker. And I think that like Pat Nixon yeah. was sort of like mm-hmm. trying to go along with that, but also was kind of like, this isn't exactly my style. Um, right. Yeah. And in the, um, I think she maybe was not super aware of, like, what it would be like to be in the spotlight as even second lady. Because yeah. in the um, campaign in 1952, <laughs> Nixon campaign gets accused oh, of right. uh, accepting illegal um, contributions. Campaign and, contributions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, 100% sure of the, the law and the money and politics at this point because, obviously, Citizens United was not a thing. Yes. But, um, so he gets, I not like he does, obviously doesn't get in trouble. Like, there, there's no indictment or anything. But um, when she gets asked about it, she's just, like, very turned off by the whole thing. She wants nothing to do with it. She obviously thinks Nixon had nothing to do with it. Obviously, he probably did have a yeah. legal <laughs> Like, just... As we look back at history, you know, 2020 hindsight. Yeah. Um, or hindsight is 2020. But, uh, yeah, so I think she's getting her first taste of, like, what being a second lady, or, you know, she doesn't know yeah. she's going to be first lady at this point. But 
um, just a taste of the politics that she didn't really want to be in in the first place. No, so totally. she's just trying to be that dutiful wife. And I think um, that her way of, like, it, like some women embrace it in certain ways and, like, maybe it's not all for you, but some of it's for you. And her yeah. way was just to try and ignore what was going on, which isn't the best yeah. method when no. you are clearly involved in... Yes. Like, and especially, like... You know, like, it's a little m- almost, like, Melania-esque in the way of, like, how can you ignore this? Like, how... And, right. and we're going to see this over and over again with Pat, where it's, like... There's scandal happening. There's things going on. And it's like, she's not doubling down to support her husband. She's not speaking out against him. She's, like, ignoring just it. living her life. Yeah. yeah it's, I just, it's odd. I find it very hard to believe that these two just, like, don't have these conversations. But, all right, Pat, sure. Like, we'll believe you in the 50s. You I know. know. And the New York Times calls her, sorry, sorry, these quotes, like, crack me up. The paragon of a wife of wifely virtues. And efficiency makes other women feel her efficiency. Efficiency makes other women feel slothful and untalented. Oh my <laughs> like, god! Like New York Times, relax. New York Times loves her. What's going I on? Need everyone to chill out. Wow. Like, what was she doing that was so efficient that like the average woman is a sloth? <laughs> yeah, that's a really like, big comparison. I know, and also like, no offense, but like VP, like you're gonna have. You got a little time when you're out. You got time, but you also have money. Like, she, you yes. know what I mean? Like, what a, t- what a ridiculous thing to say. Like, there's women working, like, nine jobs. Not that Pat hasn't done that in the past, but she's certainly not doing that right now. Right, that is such why a are lady. They, so why are they calling her? Why are they, oh yeah, my God. Yeah, it's really intense. Making other women feel untalented. Yeah. Why? So she, if any woman in the 1950s felt untalented by comparison, Honestly, reach yeah, out. Yeah, reach out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you want to know how you feel. It's just. I, you're not. You're just, not, yeah, like, you're doing great. You're doing a great you're job. You're amazing. Okay. Um, honestly, <laughs> if you're still alive, you're doing really yeah, good. Yeah, keep it going. Because I'll tell you who's not. Pat. <laughs> Pat's been dead. <laughs> sorry, 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 yeah, sorry. sorry. R.I.P. Pat. Pat. We try and respect these women. We try and see there. But, like, that's... It, it, yeah. That's and honestly, the, that was the New York Times yeah, I'm laughing whoever at. Whoever that all That was like, crazy. What an insane statement to make. Yes. I mean... Oh, All media does us. I mean, with any first lady, they're comparing them to each other, to other women, like average women. Of course. Just stop. No, I know. White women. Stop. White women stop. (laughs) I'm I'm assuming a white white woman person wrote that, so stop. Okay. Um, Let's see. So... Then, okay, so during his vice presidential, so, okay, one thing we will say about Pat, though, is that she loves a trip. She loves a trip. Yeah. And not just a trip, like, to go on vacay, but, like, a a work trip. Like, she loves a work trip. Mm -hmm. So she travels to 53 different countries while her husband is VP. Um... And she will go, she'll, like, bypass the traditional, like, teas and luncheons and things like that to go and visit, like, orphanages. Um, there's a famous trip that she visits a leper colony in Panama. Oh, I love that. Good for you, Yeah, I mean, you know, she goes to Venezuela and... Um, they're really not liked in Venezuela very much, but yeah. she still decides to go. Um, their limousine is pelted by rocks. Oh, okay. Um, by danger zone. Jeez. Well, and we know that Pat loves the danger zone. She'll get so. more dangerous later on. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, everybody says that she's really nice and really friendly, um, but... You know, and I and I think, and, you know, she's very direct. Like, I think if there's one thing about Pat that I will say is that there's not a lot of bullshit going on. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, she's not 
it's not frills and fancy free. Like even LBJ, the real LBJ, yeah. who we love, she had to talk in all this coded language so that like, mm-hmm. Lyndon wasn't upset. And I think that Pat <laughs> yeah, yeah, was yeah. just like really to the point yeah. and kind of like you see what you get, take what you get. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Totally. Which, which I, you know, I don't, I, I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah. Um. So then what happens? Um. Her president or her husband is like... I want to be pres. Yeah, Enough so of this we're VP stuff. up to 1960. Nixon, I mean, star as he is, we are obviously now that I have knowledge of his star. acting Absolute background, star. he yeah. wants to be leading. He probably had a star like on the Oval Office, like yes, you know how he like wants like the dressing room lead in yeah. man. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm gonna run for president. Um, well, because Dwight's up, right? Eight years have gone by. Yes, yeah, yeah. we're ready to go. Um, so it's 1960. We know who's running. JFK as well. Yes. We spoke about this. Term. First televised debate. Yes. Famously, Jack is very handsome. Richard is sweaty. <laughs> uh, he loses. And once again, Pat is thrown into this world of politics that she does not like. Yes. Um, famously, the camera went to her when um, it was called that Nixon lost. And he was giving his concession speech. She was obviously holding back tears. She is livid when she sees this footage. She's yeah. like, what the fuck? I don't think she said what the fuck. But she's very upset. Um, and it said, like, she just, from then on, she was, like, very angry with media, very angry with the world of politics, yeah. and just how it's... I mean, rightfully so. You can't blame her. Like, no. I don't think it's wrong that she's upset. Like, clearly you're upset when your husband loses for presidency, uh, the presidency, and... The fact that they can't, you know, it's like the like Oscars when like they cut to the loser. And they're oh like, yeah, you know, trying to politely. No, they it's really awful. Wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when Taylor famously lost <gasps> album of the year for Red, and oh. you could tell she wanted to burst into tears, and she did not because she's composed. But that is awful. And then you see that footage, you're like, oh god, right. I look like such an asshole. Right? No, <laughs> that's I look so hard. Unhappy because I lost. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So Pat is like just a little. Ugh, I don't like this vibe. What's going on? Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. But don't worry, Nixon comes back. No, oh, he sure does. He will win again. He sure does. He comes right back. You know I'll say one good thing about Richard Nixon. Okay. He's a man who knows what he wants. Yeah. And he'll run till he gets it. That's right. He <laughs> doesn't stop. He does, he does not stop, not even to do, he'll do illegal things. Yeah. He'll do legal yes. things. Yeah. <laughs> he just knows what he wants. He's like, I will cheat to win this. Okay. He'll he'll drive her to, to other dates. I mean, wow. Okay, we are we understand it. <laughs> like, okay, I am a psychologist. Like, okay, <laughs> but he says like, Claire, you already wrote your thesis for your PhD. This is amazing. What if my thesis is like dissecting American presidencies like relationships? Oh, you're joking. Okay. But I bonus app. Um, <laughs> the podcast. Okay. It's like us accusing every first lady of murder at some point. I'm like, I'm like just get. <laughs> just wait, just wait. Oh, wait till you get to modern day. Mind. Wait till you get to modern day. Yeah, we'll, we'll curate what they listen to. Okay? Just get a little crazy here. I defend my thesis. Like, in, like, just, like, in the Cadillac. I'm, like, driving. I'm, like, it's fine, guys. Like, it's really good. I'm just, like, part of the performance. Yeah. Like, Nixon. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, he definitely knows what he wants. Um, he decides to, uh, on 1962, he decides to uh, run for the... Governor of California, um, he <laughs> well, loses. He takes a step back. <laughs> he He's loses. like, all right, too fast, too soon. <laughs> Understandable. Let's just run the gun. Yeah, but but he doesn't even win. Like he's no. like it's just like. Poor Nixon. Poor Nixon. I know. I, we can't say poor Nixon. No, no, yeah. <laughs> oh My God. Cut. We, I know we don't edit this, but cut that out. Cut I don't want me on record. Edit that out. Say poor Nixon. <laughs> uh, six years later, though, he's like. Let's do this, baby. Now he's ready. Now he's ready. It's 1968. I'm here. I'm ready. New year, new day. Oh, my God. Can you imagine 1968? What a time. 
Okay, now, listen. Yeah, a lot of murder. Again. Yeah, just, you can do a soft Google of what 1968 was like in this yeah. country. <laughs> I mean, I don't have the energy. <laughs> I don't have the energy. Yeah, we, it's, it's, um, it's, it's kind of rough. It's rough out there, guys. <laughs> it's, rough. it's rough out there. Um, America's not in a great place in 1968. Yeah. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that, like, I don't know if Nixon was going to save the day. I mean, I don't think so. <laughs> because as we know, he runs against, um, in 1972. McGovern, right? McGovern. Right. Um, no, 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 1968. Oh, we're in the, oh my god, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Oh, he runs, for, oh, for Herbert, Herbert Humphrey, he runs again in 68. Yes. Um, yes. Don't know much about the 68 election, to be completely honest with you. Well, I think it was an absolute shit show, because they thought that Bobby was going to run. Yeah, it was what's just What's LBJ cash. steps down? LBJ is like, says, I'm not going to run, which would which he could oh, have. God. An independent ran on the ticket, George Wallace. Yeah, George Wallace gets really to close to it. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's, it's sort I mean, of crazy. George... I like your enthusiasm. <laughs> just, I mean, you wouldn't know this, but if in 2022 or 2020 we couldn't have uh, a three-party ticket, we're certainly not going to have it in 1960. I don't know. Yeah. chill out, George Wallace. Yeah, Hubert Humphrey um, tries, tries. Tries hard. Um, doesn't work. Nixon is Nixon is victorious, and you know what? He knew what he wanted, and he got it. Yeah, and so that's Um, that's it. So now we have a new first lady, which of course is what this podcast is all about. Let's never forget. Yeah, sorry. Once again, Nixon just take it over the the narrative. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're gonna talk about now. We're gonna talk about her in the White House, which she, I don't know, she does it up. You know, yeah, she does okay. She does okay. Um, excuse me, wife of the year. Oh, yeah, that's right. She becomes wife of the <laughs> year. Which, uh, which, guys, is a, shouldn't say guys, which people is still an award you can get. Oh, so yeah, from Mother's won... Inc., whatever that is. <laughs> I, I can't even begin to go into, like, Bonus the Bonus Mother's Inc. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if that's not, a, like, a Netflix... We got no. to a bad vegan off of the pod. Oh my god! That's oh my god! Don't. Um, if that's not like a Netflix, yes, hoodwink swindler situation that will come out. Mother's Inc. Yeah, 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 for we'll, sure. We'll Someone's getting ripped off. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Pat Nixon gets in as as first lady, and let's just be really real. And I think that you probably know how me and Elise feel about this, but. What an act to follow. I mean, what an absolute act to follow. Like, yeah. you you come in after Lady Bird, and it's not going to be easy. It's just not going to be easy. I mean, how could you? Yeah. How could you? How could it be? It's just impossible. So, um, you know, she gets in there, and she says um, she wanted she wanted to be an example of high virtue and a symbol of dignity. Um, okay. okay. Hard to um, do when, like, Vietnam is... She, in the background. But, she wanted to, but. she refused to be anything like, like Lady Bird Johnson. Okay, what is that shit? That's what I'm saying. So that's I know. saying that so Lady then, Bird is is not virtuous and whatever. Dignified? Her, Lady that Bird. New York Times guy got in her head. I know. That in shame comparison. That's How crazy. I know. It's rude. It's rude. So um, <laughs> she, she did want to continue, though. A part of her mission was to continue visiting other countries. Now, this is this is cool. We like this I because love they called her a Madame Ambassador. Yeah, and love we that. what we do know about Labor Johnson is that she was very focused on America. Yeah, very focused on. She wanted to beautify, you know. She wanted to beautify America. But when you talk about global outreach, okay, yeah. that's a chink in Lady Bird's armor. 
fine. But we're we don't have to give her. But like, we don't have to shade. No, her. you can each have your own missions. Like, yeah, and like to Kat, be like that's the point of being first lady, right? Exactly, and to be like, I just don't want to be anything like her. Yeah, relax. Okay, we hear I, you. I just don't need that energy, Pat. Like, right? You're that's to what the saying. White House. Like, you're a guest here. Yeah, and uh, again, we don't know this at the time, but like. Let's just compare what happens to your administration, right. okay? <laughs> Lady Bird, who is full on critiquing Lyndon yes, with her at like rude ass like UB plus performances. Right. Here's Pat then turn around and be like, I don't know anything. Like I know, Pat. I know. I need so, you to pay attention more. Maybe you can travel so much. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know about these goddamn things. Okay. But something else that we love about Pat, and we only love this because of the other woman who was so into this, <sighs> is that she loves volunteerism now once again let's not forget lou hoover now we love lou hoover um for christmas i was gifted a lou hoover carrying a rifle riding a bull um and it's in my kitchen and elise got me that and i will treasure it for the rest of my living days um but lou hoover loved volunteerism now 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 we're back to another woman who also is loving and praising and encouraging volunteerism. And I think that, like, when you see in, like, the history of it all, you know, it's surrounding a wartime, just yeah. like um, mm-hmm. just like Hoover. Mm-hmm. Um, Hoover and Nixon are both sort of grasping at for straws <laughs> best yeah. they can because things are just really not going well yeah. um, diplomatically in terms of, like, overseas uh relations yeah and so it's no surprise that their first ladies have this in common because it's like we need to do something that's not going to cost anyone a lot of money but also that's going to like create some type of a bond or a unity i'm not sure what they thought was going to happen that's a really good observation and i think that that's volunteering does does add that it makes you really part of your community Mm -hmm. if you're volunteering for something you care about yeah it just makes you part of that group so I, i definitely think it helps with the um like the patriotism that could be yeah 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 maybe there was a lack of definitely during Vietnam yes I will say I do like that she was an advocate for this um, bill the Domestic Volunteer Service Act of seventy three which yes. I didn't know much about until I was reading about her um, and basically this bill um, encouraged people to volunteer because it provided benefits to these volunteer uh, like nonprofits and organizations yeah. Yeah. which is great because mm-hmm. famously those people do not get paid a lot obviously you're volunteering there's yeah. no benefits it's hard for people to do like when you have to work I mean mm-hmm. as she knows a million jobs yes so I think you know she took it even a step further than Lou Hoover um, yep. I Definitely. like to think it, you know we joked that Lou Hoover just didn't want to pay people that's why she was rich yeah, yeah. Not, but like <laughs> So this is why I think she was really trying to uh, make it more of, like you were saying, yes. be part of a community, yeah. the unity. Yeah. Um, America was very divided at this point. So And she's also a woman who loves to work. And so yeah, I think that, like, and there were so many hours. women who at this time weren't working. I mean, we talked about it in like one episode recently, but like from the 20s to the 60s, the amount of, or the 20s to the 50s, the amount of women who are going to college in the 20s is like, uh, 20% and then it drops down to 6%. Six, yeah. Like, so because again, the, uh, the understanding and the, um, praise of like house making or homemaking is, you know, uh, a big deal but I think that like you know Pat Nixon is a woman who really liked working and knew that it could make you feel a certain way when you contributed that way yeah. so maybe that went into it too right so we can, it's not all um you know it's not all uh 
uh, yeah, I think, and, and like, you know, like you said, that bill. She also, one of her other big missions um, as First Lady was to get more services and rights for handicapped people. Yeah. Um, she wanted handicapped accessibility for uh, entrances to different buildings and making sure that there were ramps in different places. Which is and insane because I don't even think of that you now. Don't even, oh. Not that I'm, I mean, I'm able-bodied so I can walk upstairs, but like there's every place you go to has some sort of ramp. Well, you know what I think about? Think of it. I know. You know what I think about, Elise, is on corners, like city corners. You know yes. how there's like little ramps that go down? Like I don't even know if that was a thing before right. Pat Nixon. Which, which is, is insane because like wild. in the 70s, which is pretty racist. Yeah. <laughs> How did people get around if you were in a wheelchair or like on crutches? You just like insane. Yeah. It's just so part of our exactly. Daily life. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Like, we don't even think of it. Yeah. So, like she also no for sure. She also <laughs> wanted um, whenever blind people toured the White House, she wanted them to be able to touch the antiques. <gasps> That's great. I know. Isn't that awesome? Sorry, Pat. Yeah, see, this is... Wait, but this is why I was texting you. Because I was like, I go back and forth on Pat every five minutes. That's really great. I know. I I know. Yeah. So she really, like, had a... She really, um, you know... So along with her mission, we're going to talk about her overseas missions, which were very... prime and written about in a really big way she also had some like domestic um and when i say domestic i mean like american missions as well which were these handicapped missions and these volunteer missions yeah did the special olympics start in the 70s it did but that was because of the johnsons and the shrivers um yeah well yeah um and the kennedys the because that was jackie kennedy's whole thing too but that was more around special education and less around like yeah um, i wonder because of rose interesting exactly yeah rose kennedy Yeah. yeah yeah that's it yeah um yeah okay cool good job pat sorry yeah no, no, no. We're into Pat. We're into what she wants to do. Um, they talk about a Thanksgiving that she had at the White House where she organized a meal for uh, senior citizens who didn't have families. Um, and she invited a ton of um, vets to the uh, White House. And it was the first time that they, the second time they'd ever had a president do that. The first time being with George Washington. Yeah. So that's a pretty big gap. Yeah. Of people geez. not like letting, uh, having a big Thanksgiving meal for public people. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> also, like, I don't even remember Martha doing that. So I'm it's sure just, it was George. It's not- well, sure, it was George. George loved it, right? I know. <laughs> um, sorry, real quick, also back to the tours that went through the White House. She had them translated for one of the first times, like in Spanish, French, Italian, and Russian. Wow. Um, for the foreigners, which is great. Um, what you were saying about the blind people can touch the antiques. And then she um, asked the, the like security guards in the White House to wear less, like, um, aggressive uniforms and, like, yeah. hide their guns so they're not, like, standing there with their AK-40s. But honestly, thanks, Pat. No, little, truly. Even though you're not, like, planning to ruin the White House, it's a little intimidating. Yes. Um, yes. And ask the tourists to speak slowly for people who are lip-reading if they're deaf. Which, yeah. just very considerate. Right. Again, would not right. think that. I know. Um... Yeah, so good for her, and so yeah, again, oh and it's like the White House is sort of becoming more of a place for people to visit. Like it's becoming more of a spectacle since yeah. the Jackie Kennedy uh, renovation, and so you know she's just making it more accessible, and we love that. That's yeah. wonderful. She's also really um, in the background of the of this. Um, the Equal Rights Amendment is trying to be passed. Uh, spoiler. Still never got passed. <laughs> still <laughs> trying. Passed. Still trying. Yeah. Still an issue. Don't worry. Like, we do not get paid the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, not a problem. Working on it. Uh, but she actually supports this, and she supports it publicly. She's mm-hmm. one of the... Um, she yeah. was the first 
to support the ERA, which is, again, it seems very uh, opposite to Richard's whole vibe. Um, her views on abortion are mixed, because famously 1973, Roe versus mm-hmm. Wade is uh, passed, which gives uh, women federal rights uh, to have an abortion up to, I think it's like 26 weeks or whatever. But um, So she said she was pro-choice. Later on, um, she said she personally is not for abortion, but she thinks it's a personal thing. But you know what? I'll take that. Yeah. No one's forcing you to have an abortion. And this still stands today. <laughs> no one's saying you have to have an abortion. Yeah. Just let people do what they want with their Yeah. Um, so she essentially says that in her, you know, Pat Nixon way. Uh, I do, do like this quote. Uh, she says, I think it's a personal thing. I mean, I'm not for an abortion on demand wholesale, which is like the GOP's like oh, favorite that. thing. Like we're all cartwheeled into the Planned Parenthood on <laughs> Tuesday because we're bored. Um, <laughs> so like Pat, <laughs> what is, so again, this dichotomy, I do yeah. remember what she did for the White House doors. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, so she kind of walks this line of like, uh, obviously women's right is, rights are a big thing during this era and she's. Uh, but more vocal than I would think. Yeah, sure. About. Yeah. Sure, sure, and sure. She's, and I, I think she, she, at least from what I'm reading from the past, like one of the first first ladies to give a statement like the, it's not for me, but if mm-hmm. anyone else wants to do it, like, okay, that's a compromise that people need to understand or, or some people feel that way. Um, so like, thanks for saying that out loud. Yeah. Most what I will say, no, for sure. But what I will say about Pat is that she was only really, she, this goes into why she's like an improv superstar. <gasps> oh, yeah. Is that she was only really answering questions that she was asked. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Oh yeah, she like, wasn't out she's there. She's not like, going out there being like, here's what I want to tell you about yeah. my views. Because I think that like when you have these big movements, like you sort of need someone who's going to yes. go out there and Which speak. Which we'll get into with Betty Ford. You'll right. see that she is Completely. doing that. Yeah. Right. And so I think that that's the why there's like a stark difference and that's also why like if you talk to people I mean even my you know parents were like we don't know anything about Pat Nixon because yeah. it, she she did, didn't ask her you don't she, know right exactly so it's like yeah I have to imagine right she has these good quotes she has these things that she stands for but it's like yeah. she's also doing it in this like sort of quiet demure way yeah. which isn't making the statement that like no. not only that we need but that people have probably wanted from their yeah. first lady I mean truly the opposite of the way you and I live our lives no absolutely like, and the way that Lady Bird Johnson lived her life I know sorry I'm not to compare I'm not going to compare her anymore just kidding I probably will <laughs> Because I'm sorry, there was shade thrown. We got to defend it. There was shade thrown. Like, this, justice for Lady Bird, this up and all ebbs, I always say. (laughs) Um, So, what... What's happened now? Okay. In the world. So... uh, In our world of 1972. Yeah, so there's a war. Um, Vietnam is happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, now, the, the... Okay. Vietnam's happening, and she... Is like cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I think I want to take a trip yeah. to um, Vietnam. <laughs> Just cool, like cool, cool. okay, I'm fine. Now this is absolutely groundbreaking mm-hmm. because oh my gosh, she is going to go to Vietnam. She's going, and you know, like I said, like she was the most traveled first lady. Um, yeah, until Hillary Clinton. Uh, she 
she goes to 39 out of the 50 states in the first year that she's president, that she's first lady, which... That's crazy. How do you even do that? Like, that's so many states. Like, in a year? (laughs) She had more than the catalog. I'll say that much. No, she definitely had more than the catalog. And she... (laughs) Right. Exactly. Oh, my God. Absolutely. So, but, so, so she decides to go. She also goes um, to Guam, India, the Philippines, Indonesia, Thailand, Pakistan, Romania, and England. First year, crazy. That's insane. That is, I mean, jet lag alone. Is no, a lot. I mean literally, like truly. <laughs> I couldn't even handle the time change. I was gonna me. say I couldn't go. Yeah, right. I know, right? Like that's crazy. I couldn't handle the temperature change from <laughs> oh, Florida God. to Pennsylvania or to New York. I like lost my mind. So anyway, she decides that she wants to go to Vietnam, mm-hmm. and the president and wife of president in Vietnam are like, "Come on, it's pretty great." And she's like, okay, cool. So she goes and she, once she witnesses the destruction, yeah. the fighting, the helicopters, the bombs, all of these things, she goes to an army hospital. This is not enough for Pat. Yeah. This is not enough just to witness. She's more that action. She decides to suit up, my friends, and go into <clears throat> battle. Like she goes, <laughs> like, the front line. like she goes onto the front lines of this war. Like, and people later report that like she was very much in the line of fire. So I don't know if she yeah. was walking into like an active battle scene or like <laughs> what the deal was. I like I can't decide if this is like her cosplaying to like I mean, not get attention, but like you know, like how- see to me, I'm like. <laughs> I wonder if she wanted to be like, it's not that bad. Right. Does like, I, if, yeah. if I can do it, it's fine. Like, guys. everyone needs to like, relax. Everyone yeah. needs to relax. It's not that bad. Like, I was in the line of fire, and here I am, live to tell the tale. Yeah, no need to, to burn your drop cards. It's going to be fine if you come. Right. It's like, oh, which is what? Dark. That's so dark. Yeah, that's like, and listen, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know what what her deal for doing that was. But she wanted to intensify the American morale. Yeah. Which wasn't great at the time. I mean, again, stick to the volunteer work. I, I'll support that. Yeah, and the traveling is great, tra- but like that's a lot. That the tone of that yeah. is very weird to me. And like, I mean, you read about this trip, and like people loved it. People were excited about it, but I'm like, what people? Yeah, who? I think it's like she's trying to get. She doesn't understand the difference of. I'm anti-war, but I support the troops, and I think yeah. we had a lot of this during the Iraq and Afghanistan war for all our, like, pretty much our adult lives, was, like, I cannot, I don't support the war, but, yes, of course I support the men and women that are going and fighting right, there. Right, like, right. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But, like, those two things aren't synonymous. Right. And they don't have to go hand and in hand. And also support is, like, an interesting word, too. Like, it's an interesting choice of word, because, like, support in the sense of, like, you know, I don't necessarily support the mission. But yeah, like, the people but that the are people, going. Yeah, like, and I, think, I feel for them. I empathize with them. And when they come back, I hope we're taking care of them. Yes, and if we still have, which Vietnam we definitely didn't. So if we still have a problem today defined in those two differences, yes. they certainly <laughs> had that problem in 1968 or And again, speaking of the generational divide, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, people, teenagers even if they were pro, you know, it's just like, I don't know if there were even any, I, I just don't know the sentiment of any yeah teenager that could have gotten drafted into the war. Like, I don't know that anybody was 
excited about that. Yes. So Pat Nixon going into the war. Yeah. It's just a weird look. It's, it's just, just a, a little weird... car. I'm getting like a cosplay vibe of like, right. it's not that, not it's not that bad, but like, it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Yes. I can do it. You can do it. Yeah. Support right. the troops. If you were truly patriotic, you'd support this. Like, I hate that whole bullshit ugh. of like. So rough. Yeah. I just, ugh, yeah. it grosses me out. But so that's the impression I'm getting. This, if anyone was alive during this time, <laughs> reach out. Yeah. Parents. My parents. No, I don't know I how know. they thought. That's actually a good question I can ask them. I know. Um, so in yeah. another, in similar fashion, there's a huge earthquake in Peru in 1970. <gasps> she, go. she goes. <laughs> she goes. Wait, this is this is Donald Trump throwing fucking paper towels. It's <laughs> like Pat. Pat. Oh my god. I know. Situation. So she yeah, because she goes. She visits the hospital. So nice. Perfect. But then she decides to climb up all the rubble and like the air, and it's very like. <laughs> Look at me, like I yeah. I survived. It's like no, but Pat, you weren't there. there. Like, there. It's yeah, like, like the like it's go like, to the hospital, seek survivors. Like that, I understand. Right, I think that's right, important. right. But climbing you know, up the rubble that's and the rocks, it's, it's a lot. It's so performative. It's very it's the vibe performative. Yes, 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 I don't yes. Like it. Which is interesting like because it. <laughs> it's like her her whole vibe was like I'm not doing, I'm not yeah. performative about any of it. But let's not forget the theater background. No. And the, Once again, and when, go back to community theater. Next. Community people, theater people are intolerable. No. <laughs> Sorry if anyone's in community theater. But, like, we're proving it. Okay, it's proven. <laughs> Pat Nixon became intolerable because of her passion for acting. We have to go. And then, and what's going to come up next, my friends, will really prove Pat's, <gasps> um, Pat's uh, community theater efforts and improvisational spectacular. Yeah. Um, let's dive into... Watergate, the room, right? It's Watergate. Okay. <laughs> what's Watergate? What's Watergate? <laughs> if you want a quick synopsis, I definitely recommend listening to Slow Burn that episode or yes. that uh, series yeah. of Watergate. It's fascinating. Yeah. Um, 1972 election happens. Um, it's Nixon, which versus we think is going to be Ted Kennedy. We all know what happens in Chappaquiddick. <laughs> he can't go. Okay. George McGovern <laughs> runs. He does not come in. Um, Victoria, not even close to Nixon. Okay, there is. I mean, the, Google nineteen seventy two electoral map. It is so much red. It's like so much red. I mean, the shining red. Can you imagine? Like you're. Can you this imagine? Is traumatizing. I can't believe. No, this. I know. I know. It's really bad. Can you imagine? Like you're about to. You're like, okay, we're gonna like do this. We're gonna get out of the Nixon world, and yeah. then like Chappaquiddick happens. And then so Ted, your your main Democratic nominee commits manslaughter. <laughs> what a bummer! <laughs> like, such a bummer, Ted. Bummer. I mean, come on. What I guess isn't a bummer is that I think this exact thing happened to Andrew Jackson, and he got elected. He did murder a lot of people, and yeah. he got elected for it. So I guess it's better. Like America Hot has twist. turned, right? <laughs> yeah, America, yeah. It's like if you commit manslaughter, probably not going to get elected. Press. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, you will have an entire um, center devoted to you next to your brother's library. Yeah. But that's another story. You may do great work in healthcare. Yeah, so complicated. <laughs> Ten candidate, you're a complicated man. Um, so yes, McGovern loses. Yes, very very badly against Nixon. Boom, we're in the second term of Nixon. Mm-hmm. Does it last forever? No. Certainly okay. not. Watergate is happening. Oh, the and only... that was in 72, right? Yes, that was okay. in But sorry, really quick. <laughs> they go to Africa. She's the first Lotus to visit Africa, and okay. she also goes to China. Okay. 
Yeah. So she's chilling. But, um, but Elise, like, what, like, okay, with Watergate, though, like, what was the deal? Like, what was he trying to do? Yes. So, as we all know, Nixon was like, oh, hey, like, what's happening at the DNC? (laughs) I need some facts. I need some information. Yes, give me the tea. (laughs) So, Nixon, genius man. Gossip King. Talk about it. Oh, my God. Adam thinks he's, Adam's nothing compared to Nixon. Oh, my God. Yeah. You think, I mean, Nixon wanted all the tea. Everyone, he was like, Let me like get some of my goons to go break into the Watergate Hotel. <laughs> Excellent where, use of goon, <laughs> you know, <laughs> where the DNC is headquartered and like yes. steal some shit. Okay, I need some information, of course. Um, okay, that happened. Okay, as we know, Actually. Forrest Gump figures it out, he sees the Watergate happen, like famous scene. Forrest as Gump. we know, what's it called? Um, Deep Throat is two teenage girls. If we all watch Dick, it's yeah, Michelle Williams, <laughs> Kirsten Dunn. <laughs> I mean, our generation has had many of pop culture moments to explain Watergate to us. Thank God. Thank also, truly, do watch all the President's Men. It's a brilliant movie. And Dick. And Dick, Forrest yeah. And Forrest Gump. I think that's where... I, Forrest Gump was, I think, when I first learned about Vietnam and Watergate, like, no, all joking aside. Yeah. Even though I know that's, like, a fictionalized history, I was like, oh, interesting. Um, he was everywhere, that Forrest Gump. What a great movie. If I can watch that movie. Um, I'm watch that today. Um, yeah. All this is happening. Yes. We know what happens. Yes. Nixon has discovered these tapes <laughs> that <laughs> recorded everyone. There was an enemy list. I mean, if you were currently our age, a millennial, pretty much what happened during the uh, Trump impeachment is it kind of mirrored a Watergate what's happening. There's just a lot of shady business going on. Enemy list. Everyone was like his little um, goons, as we say. Yes. Uh, it was dark. Uh, unlike our current situation, uh, Nixon was impeached and then pretty much was going to be convicted. Yeah. Uh, which removed from office. Right. Cause the, cause at a certain point, you know, the Democrats were ready to vote him out of office and then his really, really close friends on the Republican Senate yes. also turn on him. Yeah. Yeah. So like, at that point he's like, they're not choosing party over politics, which is insane. Shocking. Yes. Which <laughs> what doesn't <that>? happen. <laughs> Never heard of it. Yeah. Um, also, at this point, his VP is removed from office because he was, uh, what's his name, Spiro was like, I don't know, wrapped up in he it. got yes, convicted, yes, yes, that's so right. that's how Ford comes in yes, at this point. exactly. Um, shit's bad. But you know who doesn't understand what's happening? Unlike <laughs> me with this great synopsis I gave you, who did not listen to uh, Slow Burn, did not watch all the presidents. Has not seen Dick. Did never not. seen Dick, never watched Forrest Gump. Pat. <laughs> Pat is quoted as saying, I barely know this. The reports of the break-in. <laughs> okay, Pat, interesting. Maybe you didn't pick up the Washington Post. Okay? Rude, rude uh, to those great reporters. You do live in Washington. But it's maybe her local paper. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, so maybe. <laughs> that is what's being delivered to her bedside. Okay, Pat, sure. sure. Didn't notice. Did the, didn't notice. Like, it's not fucking front page news, Pat. Do you... Okay, fine. Also, like, was there was probably commotion that night in the White House. Like, I mean, like, say what you will, but like, Watergate's not that far from the White um, House. The phone was a ringing. You think <laughs> they were like, "Oh shit, someone caught us." <laughs> yes. Like Nixon got a phone call and he hit yeah. record. Okay? Yeah, hundred percent. His bedside phone was ringing, and he, I'm sure, was concerned. We all know he's not a good actor. No, he's not. <laughs> so, she, her, on the other hand, unbelievable. <laughs> so she barely noticed. Famous quote. No. Yes. Not. My other, so that all let slide, okay? She wasn't reading the papers. Oh, wow, we're letting I'll that slide. Let that okay. slide. Okay. She really? didn't read the paper. She was volunteering. Volunteering. In China. She, she, in was, she was traveling. Fine. Fine. You missed the paper. <laughs> I'll let that slide. My favorite. <laughs> I think that really sets me off. A reporter asked her, 
<laughs> is the press the cause of the president's problems? Now, we know Pat does not answer questions or does not speak unless she's asked a question. Yes, yes, yes. Her response? What problems? <laughs> Honestly, badass. This is why I think she's improv queen because this because when you're asked a question, you just ask more questions. That's what she's because then now the press is now. What do you say to that? What do you say to that? What problems? I don't have enough time to explain. Okay, I I don't even know what's happening. We're currently living in it. They don't have all the juice info we have now. Well, it's, 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 they it's can't like, wrap this up in a sentence. Yeah, it's like well, in 1960, your husband ran against Kennedy. Like that's where. Like, what do you mean? What problems? What problem? Those are answers. Yeah. Those so are she answers. now is thinking, oh my god. I yeah. My yeah, president's yeah. the president's staff. My husband's staff. Yes. Uh, has way too much power. <laughs> Nixon is being removed from the situation. He doesn't know what's going on. This is what she's telling herself. Yes. She's this is where I think she's spiraling. No, she's of like course, trying of to find an excuse of like, of course you don't want to believe the love of your life is a criminal. No, of course not. Who wants to believe that? No. Respect it. Mm-hmm. Stand by his side. Be a mob wife. You know, live your truth. Okay? <laughs> I love a good fellow moment. Like, no, of course, of course. Famously, would love to be a mob wife. No. <laughs> I have said that before. I'll say it live on the pod. I think I'd be a great mob wife. <laughs> You'd be amazing because you are ride or die. Yeah, and I'm a steel fucking trap. I don't but tell secrets. Right. Okay? No, you don't. Maybe I could take some Nixon advice, Pat Nixon advice, and be like, what problem? What problem? Yeah. <laughs> what murder? <laughs> so, she just... What body? It's like underneath your couch. You're like, yeah, I'm buried. I'm like, what yeah. body? <laughs> she just... I don't know if she's convincing herself that, like, Nixon had nothing to do with this by con- telling herself, oh, her... VP it, has, you know, the this uh, attorney general has more information on this. this or like, state. it's the people that work for him. It's not my husband. Like that's, yeah. a, that's. A, I he feel like that's an enemy a, right. That's it's His them. Chief of it's staff them. has it. Yes, you know? yes, yes. But then also, you're gonna turn on those people that your husband hired. So yeah. either way, you're turning. My other favorite quote. Um, I love this. People love. So Pat and um, you know people were really asking her a lot of you know a lot of a lot of questions like. He's going to get impeached. Yeah. He's going to get impeached. Um, you know, he's he's probably going to have to leave office. Her response, why is this happening? <laughs> I love her answer to the question with the question. I know. It's like, it's in honestly prom. so bad. She's in prom queen. Like, yeah. she's like, she yeah. founded UCB. Like, it's crazy. When, <laughs> when she finally picks up a paper and finds about the tapes. Yeah. She is opposed to making them public. We find out that her daughter later tells in, like, an autobiography or a biography that if she did know about these tapes, off the, like, in the beginning, she would have destroyed them. Which, honestly, iconic burning of the letters. Like, no, it's same super these, iconic. Same yeah, these. yeah, yeah. Um, but she is quoted to say, um, we should not release them because they're, like, private love letters. Pat, I need <laughs> you to calm down. <laughs> like, this is insane. This is a federal crime. Well, yeah. <laughs> this is in a private love letter. <laughs> back to President Nixon's inability to memorize, which, like, maybe he's dyslexic. I relate. Like, I get it. But, like, either way, like, you have to just be like, okay. Yeah. Um, Then, okay, here's my last favorite question. Yeah. Here's my last, here's, here's so President Nixon, things are going down. It's getting crazy. Yeah. He comes to the, to the family and says, I'm going to resign. You know what? Good job, Richard. Her response? But Why? why? (laughs) 
know what? That wasn't, that wasn't even a question. Like, that wasn't even, that's not even, like, there's not even an open dialogue he's wanting to start at that point. Yeah. Like, no one's asking he's her a question. A he's made a decision. decision. Why are you opening up the dialogue by asking, but why? Yeah. Because at this point, you're back from your travels, Pat. <laughs> yeah, you know what happened. You, you've been but, asked questions about <laughs> And you she says, but why? Again, Improv Queen founded UCB, Amy Bowler, her best friends. I don't know. I'm just starting, I like started that rumor here. But like, I just, I, it's, it's, it's absolutely wild. And I mean, I, yeah. it's like, there's some part of it that skates her above the scandal because she's not willing to like admit. Yeah. And there's some like wrapped up delusion in her yeah. interpretation of what's going on that keeps her removed from it almost. Because yeah. it's like, if you pretend to not know. Like defense mechanism. Man. Then like, yeah. you don't know. And then, then there you are. So I mean, Elise, how does water get... So, like, what happens? His Republican bros turn on him, and then Nixon's out. Nixon resigns. He's like, I'm not... I, mean, I got impeached. I'm not going to get uh, <laughs> convicted why? and removed. But why? What's happening? <laughs> um, so, he does resign. He gives his 20-minute speech on TV, I'm sure. He tw- quotes Teddy Roosevelt, which, like, can you stop? the drama. I just, no, everyone needs it's to too stop. much. Um, once again, Pat is very upset that there's cameras there. Wh- who do you think he's going to speak to, Pat? There's going to be cameras there, lady. Um, she is crying while he's resigning, which yeah. honestly, it's sad. I get it. Totally. You don't want to leave the White House? Fine. But maybe you she was just confused. confused. Yeah. She was like, what am I and doing here? Point, everyone is assuming that he will be indicted and should go to jail. Yeah, he doesn't even give him that opportunity. Yes, no one knows that Ford is going to yes. pardon him at this point. Yada, yeah. yada. You know, so she's upset. Fine. Be upset. Um, but she's very triggered by the cameras because it brings her back to 1960. Does not like that. No. PTSD. Yes. So yeah, the Nixons pack their shit and they go. They go. <laughs> a term and a third. You know, yes, they're not even. Yes, this is yes. nineteen seventy four. I think he resigned. Yeah. There we go. And he and she, um, they're getting on the Marine One jet or whatever. And Betty Ford is right next to her and says, "You'll get used to all these red carpets, and someday you'll start to hate them." Oh. What a crazy, insane thing Betty to Ford say. Betty Ford says that to her? No. Oh, she says that to Betty Ford. Pat says that to Betty Ford. Give Betty that drama. Yeah, and, like, Betty's just... Betty Betty was just trying to have a good time in the White House. We'll talk about Betty in a little bit. Love but Betty. anyway. Um, yeah, so she also says her... Her... Um, her uh, Pat also is later quoted by saying this to Julie, um, her daughter. Watergate is the only crisis that ever got me down. The only crisis you were in the White House or in Vietnam, <laughs> and you went to that earthquake in Peru. <laughs> she kept the positive okay, attitude. Yeah, like this is Melania being like, twenty twenty was the most upsetting part of my life. Yeah, <laughs> like what? what? Yeah. Were you not around? Yeah. Oh, Pat. I mean. All right, girl. You you do you. <laughs> so anyway, that's I mean that's Pat. So okay, we have to talk about a little bit of Pat, like once she leaves the White House. Yeah, what does she do? Honestly, I have no idea what happens. <laughs> I mean, everybody just comments on you know her. It, it's almost she wants nothing to do with the um, public life. She becomes very reclusive yeah. in a lot of ways. They moved right, to California, enough. which is like great living. Okay, they tried New York again. We discussed this earlier. Well, no, they tried New York later, but they go to California um, in 1974. She gives very occasional interviews they name an elementary school after her in her hometown in 75 and she goes um she says i'm happy to tell you that i'm not gone i mean not really gone oh 
I know. Why she was like speaking of the, yeah, actor. Like, I, I, know, her like I know, I know, I know. I'm surprised it wasn't like a question. Am I gone? Am I really well, here? Am I gone? But am What's I here? Life? I know, I know, I know. Um, and then a few years later, she has a stroke in 1976. So it's like yeah. it, you know, and this stroke leaves her entire left side paralyzed. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. But she recovers. She yeah. regains movement. Oh, cool. Okay. In her left side. Good for her. Good for her. I know. So, but it's weird because right after this, they're like, let's move to New York. So they try and do New York again, which is I mean, like New York on a good day is rough after a stroke. Yeah, maybe this I, is the time to go like to your little ranch. I know they did live in a townhouse on East Sixty Fifth Street, so oh we gotta go. Um, but they only live there for a second, then they move to New Jersey. Um, they want to be near their kids. Um, she uh, is a she's appears at the presidential library so she flies out to california to appear mm-hmm. at the nixon mm-hmm. presidential library um and then um and that happens in 1990 but she really doesn't do a lot in terms of uh public speaking yeah, her daughter who marries the eisenhower julie i think is like pretty public yeah. um and if there's an event that like the nixons have to be at like her daughter will go oh, cool. um and you know people you know she's she's remembered like I don't think that she's given as much credit as maybe she should be um yeah in the way of all the things that she did like we discussed like some of the traveling and the, of course all of her work she did for ha- people with different you know handicapped yeah um but at the same time she uh almost wanted to be left alone and wanted to be more reclusive at the end of her life um she ends up having another stroke at some point, but then also was a lifelong smoker, and she never let the press see her with a cigarette in her hand, which is actually so impressive. Wow, really good job. Even Obama couldn't do that. I know. Um, But she she ultimately dies of lung cancer um, in uh, 1993. She's 81 years old. And 1993 she dies? 1993. Oh, she lives Yeah, she does. And she has... born in 1912. Yeah, and she is... uh, Dies in New Jersey. So I guess the other thing that I'm, like, annoyed by, not to be rude, but, like, so much moving at the end of their life. Yeah, I need them to, like, like, retire and settle down. Right, 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 right. So... moving is stressful. This could not have helped. Moving is really stressful. Um, Yeah, so, you know, her funeral is, like... It's public, but it's not as public. Like, yeah. it's not as big a deal as, like, some, you know, it's certainly not the the tailgating party that Lady Bird Johnson had. <laughs> yeah. Not to compare. Once again. I know. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of different, like, almost like pop culture references when it comes to Pat Nixon because the Nixon uh, Watergate scandal has been, like, sort of marinated over so yeah, many, I mean, times, how many times, you know, so I'm sure, like, there's totally, there's so many representations of her, and in all of them, you know, she's sort of this more, like, demure, quiet housewife, I think, is, like, sort of how she's remembered, Yeah. Um. but we know that it's a little more complicated mm-hmm. than that, and we can give her the credit, that kind of credit. Yeah, she was tagged as, um, in her, like, legacy of plastic packed. Um, because she was always seen smiling with like, you know, fake emotion, just a fake smile. Um, you know, her body language and it was just like, she was kind of a facade of a, a, you know, that housewife that just needed to smile and which just makes me feel bad. But uh, you know, maybe that was her vibe, which is, I mean, she wanted housewife of the year. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what, at the end of the day and like towards the end of her life, she speaks about 
how she kind of feels like she was this American, she lived the American dream. She came yeah. from this like very poor family. She had to work very, very hard. Um, and she married a president, you know, and yeah. she kind of became, uh, you know, what in one of the highest uh, roles in, in our country, you know. So there is something to it. I mean, she's white. She's very privileged um, in a lot of ways. Yeah. So there's there's obviously that element to it. But I think she herself feels like she lived a full, good life. Yeah. And I think um, maybe, like, her defense mechanism of not knowing what's going on ever. Like, maybe she just, like, didn't even know Watergate happened at the end of her life. Maybe she forgot. Yeah, she may have just, like, forgot. She told her own history. Yeah. Um, what's your advice for Oh, my God. For my advice. What is my advice for Pat? Well, I mean, like, definitely stop moving when you're old and you have a stroke. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, like, yeah. New York, like, that's crazy. And then also, like, yeah, like, teach an improv class. Like, you would be so good at teaching yes. an improv class. Like, the way that you can just combat questions from the public press. I mean, I've Amazing. never seen anything like it. Yeah, master class. Yeah, master class in improv. For sure. That's yeah. a good one. Those, yes, those are my advice. I like what that. What about you? Um... Um, subscribe to the Washington Post. You oh know? my God! Yeah, democracy uh, dies in darkness. Okay, <laughs> that like wow. Get involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get a paper. <laughs> I just like I knew you were traveling, but like that's a lot of airplane time. Yeah. What are you doing on that plane? Truly. Pick up a paper. Mm-hmm. Pick up a book. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she was reading, but like stop the fiction. Read some nonfiction. <laughs> uh, concerned about your news intake. I understand people consume too much news, but. It's like you're on the other side of the yes. <laughs> I need you to read a little bit. <laughs> listen to a pod. Yeah, listen to a pod. <laughs> Seriously. Watch Forrest Gump. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. If you, please, if your ghost is around, pick up, hopefully in the heaven, you know, the heaven that you may be in, I have a, a library, a video library. Yes. Uh, yeah. Wow, Pat. You're a complicated lady. I had fun. Really complicated. What a roller coaster. Such a roller coaster. It's such a good time. Yeah. And Betty Ford, I think, is going to give us a lot of I dove it a little to Betty Ford. I'm excited. This is my spoiler for our Betty Ford episode. I know I give Republicans a lot of shit. I dig this Republican lady. I dig she her. might need a two-parter. I'm not even kidding. For my own uh, uh, just expression of my love for her, I think so. <laughs> Which is, it. guys, you heard, like, when have I ever said that? No, I know. This might be the last one. <laughs> First and last. Thanks for it. All right, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. And um, also, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, follow us. Yeah. Instagram. At Flotus Forever, please rate, review, subscribe. With a lot it of really, really helps. It does. Um, it gets us, our name out there. It gets the podcast on there. We have so many exciting things come up. Guys, Trips, me and Elise. Interviews. I know. Me and Elise worked on the pod for one hour the other day and got so much done. Yeah, so just so you day. know, it's not just all about first ladies. It's about business, taking it to the top. Yeah, we have a lot of exciting things coming. And um, Spoil- yeah, I'm excited for I'll it. I'll just say one thing. We're going back to Ohio. Ooh, what's happening in Ohio? <laughs> You'll have to wait and see. Sheets, 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 sheets. And you really just go to a sheets opener. <laughs> Photos have sheets. I mean, they want it. The public wants it. Okay, we love you guys. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Enjoy it's getting sunshine. warm out. Go outside. Yeah. Tell people you love them if you do. But obviously cut people out of your life if they, they're rude. Yeah, and like, listen, guys, allergies are getting crazy. Take that Zyrtex. Take that Claritin. You're not yes. a hero. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs>